It is only when you choose to truly understand, accept, and value yourself that you will start to attract people, experiences, and opportunities that reflect that. Hello and welcome to The Nor Within, a podcast dedicated to helping you navigate through the darkness to find your inner light. My name is Noor and I'm here to share my take on the human experience. I'll be discussing the lessons that I learned to empower you to understand your inner world so that you can shine in your outer one. And with that, let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode. I'm really happy that you're here with me today because as promised, I'm going to be going more in depth on the topic of understanding yourself um, and how that ties into increasing your self-worth, your self-confidence in order to get more of what you want in your life and really be the creator of your own destiny. Um, So I'm going to start off by just saying that this episode is going to be filled with a bunch of truth bombs, Um, maybe some things that we don't necessarily want to hear, but we need to all hear, myself included. So if you're someone who's gone through life feeling unheard, misunderstood, unvalued, or anything along those lines, um, the truth is that it is only when you choose to truly understand, accept, and value yourself that you will start to attract people, experiences, and opportunities that reflect that. Because really, whatever you allow to happen in your life is directly reflective of how you feel about yourself in your subconscious mind. Because whatever you're not actively changing in life, you're choosing. And we're all guilty of this, myself included, because your subconscious mind is what really dictates your life. So until you sit and acknowledge your subconscious beliefs and really make them conscious, they will continue to rule your life. And you'll continue to feel hopeless in the pursuit of fulfillment. Um, This is why we see nowadays everybody turns to distractions and addictive forms of dopamine to kind of get into that hamster wheel of like reaching fulfillment but like really you're not gonna reach it until you do the thing that you're avoiding so what this means is basically once you choose to practice introspection you can progressively rewire your brain we all hold beliefs in our brains whether we're aware of them or not and these come from um, just everything around us the environment that we grew up in our families our friends um, just literally just going through life you pick up on so many things subconsciously without realizing it and these things add up and they determine how you view the world and how you view yourself Um, and a lot of times we don't sit and think about any of this it's just going on in our heads Um, but it, it is really worth sitting and thinking about it because because like i said once you choose to practice introspection you can actually rewire your brain like you're not doomed if you have a certain way of thinking about things. Your brain actually has the capability to change beyond what you can imagine. And this isn't just me telling you that you can do this. It's scientifically proven through neuroplasticity, which if you don't know what that means, it's just defined as the ability of neural networks in the brain to change through growth and reorganization. So scientifically speaking, you can absolutely change the beliefs that you hold in your brain no matter how long you've held on to them. And of course this process takes time, it won't happen overnight. Um, If you've moved through life with a subconscious belief that maybe you're not good enough, you're not worthy enough, or anything along these lines, I'm telling you that you're more than capable of gaining a level of self-confidence that you could only dream of. And I'm speaking from experience, I'm on this journey myself, and like most things in life, it is really never-ending. And while this might 
kind of seem like a mountain to tackle, flip the script, like, see this as an exciting thing, because what it really means is that there is no upper limit to how amazing you can become, and this applies to literally anybody. Um, I feel like, as a society, we've kind of created this low-key competitive culture, where we think that only some people can, like, make it in life, or just that people get lucky, or anything along those lines, but really, we live in an abundant universe, and this means that literally everybody has the capability of becoming the best version of themselves. Um, because really, everything is energy, and like, nothing is real, and I'm gonna- this podcast is gonna be pretty existential, as you can see. Like, that's not the point of it, but sometimes we have to think about things that way because it just puts things in perspective for us to realize that nothing is actually real. So it's like, we can make the most out of this experience of this lifetime, but only if we choose to acknowledge that we can do that, rather than kind of blindly moving through life on autopilot, because while a lot of people do that, I'm sure if you do that, you know that you're not happy deep inside. And that's okay, but the first step to changing that is acknowledging it, because you can't change a problem if you don't realize that there is a problem. Like I was saying, everyone is more than capable of making it and winning and becoming something amazing. So the question now would be, how do you really start to believe in yourself? It's not like just something you turn on and off. Um, it takes a lot of practice, like most things in life. You have to practice being the person that you want to become. You don't just magically become it. And I think this has been something that took me a while to like really grasp because, you know, we all can imagine like our dream self in the future, like doing all these great things, but it's like, how do we actually get there? Like, what does it look like on a day-to-day basis to actually get to that version of yourself? And like I said, it all starts with introspection. And this is the scary part of all of this stuff, because for a lot of people, we have like this hustle culture where it's like, go, 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 be as productive as you can be, which in moderation is a great thing. But sitting and introspecting might on the outside look like something that is unproductive to some people um, when in reality physically doing nothing is essentially one of the most productive things you could do for your mind body and soul and it is hard if you haven't done it before if you haven't practiced introspection very deeply but it's nothing to be scared of just take some time wherever you'd like sit down and literally do nothing <laughs> and it might feel weird if you're not used to doing that, but that's okay. Um, personally, I love to sit in nature when it comes to introspection. I, I do it like anywhere. Like Once you practice it more and more, you become better at it and you can just access certain parts of your brain better. But I'd say like more so in the beginning when I had to really sit and get into it, being surrounded by nature really does help. Um, but maybe that's not for you necessarily and that's okay. Find a place that you can sit and get comfortable and just be. Just be. Not do. Just be. Um, And just see where your brain goes. See what comes up. Might be random. You might think of the things that you have from in your day-to-day life. That's natural. But try to look past that. Try to dig deeper. And it's a process, like everything. And really, the best thing you could do is really understand what, your, what subconscious beliefs you hold. Um, assess the beliefs that you hold about yourself and life in general, not what you consciously think about yourself, but how you act, live, and carry yourself on a regular basis. Um, Do these things reflect the actions of someone who values themselves? Do they reflect the actions of 
that dream version of yourself, where does it fall short? And what does this in turn mean about you? And it's okay if you don't have an answer right away for those questions, but they're just things to keep in mind when you do sit and really get into your brain. I'll give you a common example. Um, people-pleasing. A lot of people have people-pleasing tendencies because it's like, we believe that we have to make everybody happy and and give, 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 and be there for people, which are all great things. But underneath all of that, if you're not doing it from a place of love and from a place of abundance within yourself, you're doing it from a place of lack. And a lot of people have these people-pleasing tendencies because they operate from a place of looking for external validation. Because if you keep people-pleasing, then you will please the people, and as a result, you'll feel good about yourself because of that. So what it really means is that you don't feel good about yourself without the need for something outside of you. So becoming aware of this is great, because that means you now see something that maybe you had just been doing on autopilot before. And so now you can actively work to change this. Because the thing about people-pleasing is it's great to be there for people, to do things for people, but if it's subconsciously happening because you don't love yourself, then you won't get fulfillment from doing things for people, you know what I mean? So really, it comes down to loving yourself because once you love and value yourself, then your self-worth is high and then you can give more to people, you can love people better. Like they say, you can't pour into other people's cups if your own cup is empty. And that's what I'm trying to get at here is that you have to value yourself first, take care of yourself first, and then you can be there for others. But people-pleasing is kind of the opposite of that. It's like a lot of times it happens from a place of neglecting the self for the sake of external love. And this is just one example. People-pleasing is the first thing that came to my head. But this is what I'm talking about when I say become aware of how you operate in your day-to-day -day life. Because only then can you start to change things. And... When things arise, ask yourself, where do they come from? Go back to your childhood, your relationship to your parents, your family, your early friends, all of it. Um, even further, you want to take it a step further, um, talk to your parents, understand their childhoods, connect the dots with all of it. In psychology, we have attachment theory, which essentially shows the, the relationship between you and your parents and how that actively reflects a lot of things in your life later on especially interpersonal relationships. Understand where your beliefs come from, um, understand where your parents' beliefs come from, and most importantly, hold empathy for everybody's past, including your own, without using that as a means to justify flawed behavior. And the more things come up, the more you can practice healthy detachment and dig deeper if that's what you feel is needed, because really, life moves in spirals. It doesn't end, like there's never a limit to how much you can understand about yourself or your parents or anything in this world. So it's like, find balance in understanding what you need to understand, detach what you can, and dig deeper when you feel you need to. And this will happen in stages in life. It's not like you sit in one sitting and you do all of this at once, but I'm just kind of breaking down the process of at least how it happened for me. And the point of all of that is once you do better understand the subconscious beliefs that you hold, you can choose this to change the story that you have on repeat in your brain. In other words, rewire your brain.
And there are a lot of practices that you can do in your day-to-day life in order to consciously rewire your subconscious brain. And I'll be getting into that in the next episode, so stay tuned for that. Uh, But yeah, in summary, understanding yourself is literally the first step to creating the life that you desire, and not only understanding yourself, but valuing yourself. And this process takes time, as I said, but it is one of the best things that you could do for yourself. Thank you again for tuning into today's episode of The Nor Within. Um, As you can see, today's episode was a bit less structured since I'm still in the beginning stages of exploring the podcasting world, and I'm still figuring out um, what kind of flow I like best, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts as well. So if you're on Spotify, let me know using the poll below if you prefer structured episodes better, or if you enjoy ones with a bit more of a conversational flow. And if you're on a different platform, my Instagram DMs are always open for any feedback, questions, or concerns you might have. So thanks again for tuning into the Nor Within, and I hope you have a radiant day.